Always want to use a clean terry cloth white towel. Not microfiber. You can use microfiber. It doesn't. I, I guess my always go-to is a white terry cloth because things transfer to it easily and I can actually see what's coming off the floor on that white. Welcome to Beyond Clean with Jim, a podcast that brings to you on your schedule and your environment current and relative conversations on subjects that impact you, the individuals in the cleaning industry who save lives every day. Beyond Clean with Jim is streaming to you through Podbean from their studios inside Jim Supply in Central Florida. From their six locations, Jim Supply has been improving lives with clean supplies since 1930. Check out our options today for education, product, and equipment at jimsupply.net. Check out the seven pillars of the Jim Difference. At Jim, we are not just another vendor, we are your partner. Now let's join your host, Dave Thompson, as he talks with yet another influencer in the cleaning industry here on Beyond Clean with Jim. Hello everyone, Dave Thompson here, and I want to tell you it is December 2022. You know what? This is the first Monday of the month of December 2022. Now, why is that special to you today? Probably not to you, but for me it is, because seven years ago this week, we started doing these podcasts and live broadcasts and everything here from our studio inside Jim Supply in Orlando, Florida. And I gotta tell you, what a ride it has been. And you know what? We're looking at doing a whole lot more for next year. You might see that I changed my shirt, folks. <laughs> yeah, hey, I finally have gotten used to the fact I'm a Floridian now. And, you know, and if you kind of wondered, I got to tell you this too, because I have no problem with it. I am now an official old person. Yep, I said that right here to start the podcast today. I now have a Medicare card. I have finally achieved one of those goals of being an old folk. So, hey, you know what? I'm glad that I'm here with you. But this episode isn't about just me talking to you. This is about a podcast. I'm going to introduce you to a guy that's been with us for well, several years now, and he's probably not done this too much either, but if you're listening, you can't see us. But if you're watching on YouTube, folks, we are now doing this, both streaming on Podbean and also here on YouTube. And joining me from another studio in another part of Florida, Sean DeVore. Sean, say hi. Good morning, Dave. How are you today? Well, I'm doing good, as you can tell. I didn't know if you knew that or not, but I'm officially an old man now. I see that, and I see the new uh, Florida floral shirt, too. I'm really casual today as well. <laughs> you know, the thing about it is, I just, you know, I had to kind of loosen up. You know, I guess uh, people were saying I'm too serious. So uh, I guess this is my year to be a little bit more casual and you know, hey, folks, we have a lot of fun on the podcast, but Sean, let's talk about who you are, why you're here for those folks that, well, haven't seen or heard from you. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sean DeVore. I am a commercial manufacturing rep for flooring. I work for Mannington Commercial and have been since 2013. I like to specify with the end user, uh, medical Secondary education and primary education are my main focuses, although we do corporate and all, all other aspects. Uh, Dave's got our website pulled up there. 
Uh, I can be reached at 352-630-9884 if you have any questions or would like to talk commercial flooring. Sean, so uh, you know what? Uh, there was an interesting uh, little note that I got this week about vandalism. And, uh, you know, I was on LinkedIn, as you and I do. Uh, we watch all kinds of stuff. And there was a, a, a video, and you know me in videos, Sean. I'm always on top of those. And I just had to say something I couldn't resist myself, Sean. They showed a rotary machine with a red pad on an LVP floor and just so much lather you couldn't hardly see the machine. And I'm like, this is not the way to clean floor. And then the next one was how to remove those ugly stickers. I'm sure this is something you deal with all the time. Yeah, that's been a a big problem since the pandemic is the people putting stickers on the floor, not only just LVT or LVP, but also on carpet. And um, it's the same stories that, that we run into all the time. Uh, you're, obviously, they didn't identify what was on the LVT in order to get the right chemical to get it off. They may have not even had to use a scrub machine in order to get it off. They used the right chemical. So what I would do in that situation is I would go to our stain chart, uh, which is on our website. And let's say if we were looking at LVT, I would go down to the LVT and I would look at the problem that you're having, if it was paint or if it was adhesive and what might remove that adhesive. I do some research on that and say, let's say we wanted to use mineral spirit. So we go down here to this, down here at the bottom and we look at uh, what the product is. If we go back up, we look at LVT, here's our uh, luxury vinyl tile column. Then we slide down here to mineral spirits and mineral spirits has zero effect on the LVT. So in that, in that situation, I could simply put some mineral spirits on a white terry cloth towel and apply it to the, um, the stained area or where the tackiness was and remove it without even having to apply a machine. So first, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you said put it on a towel. You mean I can't just dump it on the floor? No, you don't bring a five gallon bucket of mineral spirits and just dump it on the floor. More yeah, water doesn't mean more clean. But this is what we talk about, Sean, all the time, you and I, is it's not just the product, it's how we use the product, right? Correct. I mean, you know, yeah, folks, I think this is the reason we have the podcast. We're so glad you joined us here at Beyond Clean with Ace because we talk through all of the issues because you and I, Sean, we're the ones that are actually having to deal with these people with the problems. They just read a chart and they don't, the chart doesn't show them, it doesn't really talk about the process, correct? No, it doesn't talk about the process of our cleaning exact stains. We have to be careful as a manufacturer about giving advice on how to do uh, it, it just completely depends on the situation. So trying to give a blanket statement about how to clean paint or how to clean, there's so many different types of paint, spray paint or latex paint or oil-based paint that you it's just an endless list of things you'd have to make to how to clean. The best thing to do is would be to call your rep or call someone like me, and then we would discuss uh, what the stain was and then how to go about cleaning it. And I think that's the thing is, is so folks, whenever you watch these videos, uh, it's not just take it at face value that, and, and, and Sean, the reason I said that about the foam is, 
Is there ever a reason to use something that foams up into like a shaving cream on an LV floor? Not that I'm aware of. Now, folks, you heard it right there. You saw Sean, he, he paused for just a moment, kind of, okay, now wait a minute. Uh, but, you know, that's the, that's the thing is, if people see that, they think that's acceptable. And you and I have talked about this before. We do not need on LV floors all of the same things we did. Just because we did it on VCT 50, 70 years ago doesn't mean we do it today. Well, one of the biggest battles that we fight right now, there's there's not only flooring salespeople like myself, there's also uh, chemical salespeople. And they're always coming up, trying to come up with a better mousetrap on how to clean these floors. When in actuality, I was at one, I think I might have mentioned it last month briefly. Well, I was at a new brand new hospital. It was uh, the third floor was unoccupied and the maintenance crew was using neutral cleaner and just leaving it on the floor. There's no need to put anything on that floor. First of all, there's nobody walking on it. You could microfiber dust mop it to just keep the dust up. And uh, But if you are cleaning it, just use water until water doesn't work and then move to the next chemical after that. But these floors are designed in such a way that they shouldn't require any special chemicals or anything to clean them. And it all goes back to identifying the stain, what will remove that stain, and then how will that chemical that's supposed to remove that stain affect the LVT. So that's why I would go to that stain chart to see how that affected it. Okay, since you said that, you said we take the minerals, uh, spirits, and we put it on a, on a white rag. Uh, we don't want to use a colored rag? Nope. Always want to use a clean terry cloth white towel. Not microfiber. You can use microfiber. It doesn't. I, I guess my always go to is a white terry cloth because things transfer to it easily and I can actually see what's coming off the floor on that white. And typically whenever you pick up this adhesive or whatever this is, uh, the vandalism, you're just simply going to throw the rag away, correct? Correct. So you don't want to be doing that with microfiber. You want to be doing that with a clean terry cloth white rag. Yeah, I, buy, I pick them up at Costco and I, I keep them in my truck and then I can always identify what's the other thing is I get called into a lot of situations where they say I can't clean this floor. Right. Well, there's I have to identify what's going on. So I bring my white terry cloth rag in there with a, a spray bottle of water. I miss some water on the floor and then I wipe it. And if the floor comes back dirty, I just simply go, I ask questions. Are you using a mop to clean the floor? And that typical answer is yes. They're mopping dirty water around and they're just leaving the dirty water there. So therefore the floor is dirty. Now the, th the thing is, Sean, you didn't ask if they were using a clean mop, did you? No. There ain't no all mops are dirty. <laughs> No, all mops are dirty. It's like all, all guns are loaded, son. And uh, all mops are dirty. It's the same kind of yeah. thing. But, but to the vandalism, so what your chart does is it tells us the different types of vandalism, uh, or I'm saying vandalism, you're just saying stains or, or uh, chemicals that are on the, on the floor. Um, but once that we wipe it with the white rag and the, the ink comes off and goes to the, to the rag, what do we do? Since you said mineral spirit wasn't going to hurt the LV. Well, at that point, then you would just rinse the area thoroughly with water without dumping it or deluging it with water, but rinsing it with water. And okay, you could so, use a, go ahead. 
All right, I'm going to say so, folks. Sean just said my favorite words for 2023 just rinse. Folks, I don't care what chemical you use for what project you use, every chemical leaves a film on a, on a surface. Right. Yeah, every single thing. I from these disinfectants that they put on in operating rooms to uh, different things that's used in healthcare, they tell them to leave it, and it does prevent infection. It does help with infection control and prevent infection. But after that happens, the second or third coat, you have to remove it and clean the floor because it's going to attract more after that. Yeah, you know, folks, when you listen to our podcast or you watch us here on YouTube, it's always going to be, we're going to go from one thing to the other. went from vandalism now to disinfectant buildup. <laughs> well, that is a form of vandalism. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay, I don't think that's what our listener had in mind when they said vandalism, because here was the other part that they said, which I'm not saying goes to what you're talking about. But I like what you said, though, because the other part of their question was, that doesn't harm paint. Well, of course, LV being a vinyl, it's not going to hurt the vinyl. Um, but I think the process here is what I was interesting is because we don't want to use the liquid that we're using, the chemical to remove something. We don't want to put it directly on the surface. I think that's the key point. Yeah. The only time that I typically do that is if you have, um, talking about vandalism, if you have Sharpie or you know it's a permanent marker, um, you some if you can't get the uh, permanent marker to come off by applying rubbing alcohol to your terry cloth towel, then you can pour some rubbing alcohol on the floor and allow it to dwell for four to five minutes and it'll actually lift that Sharpie off the floor or that permanent marker. So th those are times when you might can do that. I also use that with, uh, with iodine or betadine in a hospital situation. You can actually put the alcohol directly on the floor. And, but alcohol evaporates. So it's not uh, like it's seeping into everywhere. It does evaporate pretty quickly. Okay, what about other flooring material though, Sean? You know, our listeners may not have LV. They may have some of the other types of flooring. As far I can only speak for Mannington, but as far as Mannington is concerned, with our sheet vinyl and any of our hard surface materials, has the Quantum Guard Elite finish on it, which is the clear wear layer, and that clear wear layer crosses over to all of our finishes and hard surface. So these things that we're talking about, uh, rubbing alcohol or mineral spirits, or those things to clean up these these vandalized floors on our hard surfaces, is fine to use across the board. When you get into carpet. In uh, rubber, it's a little bit different because of the different finishes. Um, carpet, I would suggest if it was a paint or spray paint, you just remove the carpet top and put a new one in. Uh, you're not really going to remove that. I've always said, you know, the best way to remove staining carpet is a knife. Yeah, exactly. That's the best way. And by using modular platforms with uh, using carpet tile and all the different sizes and releasable adhesive, you can actually remove those carpet tiles and put in your attic stock. And, uh, and just remove that area and replace it. Now, I like what you said earlier, because when we're talking about these types of issues that we find the on the hard surface floor, it's actually on the wear layer, not the vinyl or the other, or the other material. Carpet and rubber don't have that wear layer that we're talking about, right? That's correct. Car carpet has a 
there's different carpets kind of a deep story depends on what type of yarn it is so if it's a type six yarn it has a topical uh protection on it that's attached to the fiber that can be worn or rubbed off um because it's using positive and negative uh bonds to in order to track that clear polymer to the the fiber to protect it some of the type six six fiber although there's not that much of it out there anymore some of it is um the fiber is charged with a negative charge and your stains are negatively charged. So they, the fiber naturally uh, repels it. But by far, the fiber that's out there now has a topical stain resistance on it uh, that is attracted to the fiber via positive and negative charges. So the let's say that the fiber is positively charged and the clear polymer is negatively charged, it's attracted to it. So you can wear that off over time, whereas making the fiber more susceptible to stain. It's like anywhere layer, they do wear. Yeah, it's just like your favorite shirt that you've got on there today, Dave. You, you wear that shirt every day, it's gonna get a little threadbare and that's what happens. It wear, it, fi, carpet is a textile. So it does wear out, and people tend to not remember that when after they purchased it. So I think that's the interesting thing about this, folks, is, is you know, what's the issue that you're dealing with? What's the most prevalent? I, I just saw the video, and I couldn't get over all of the foam, and then I had the vandal question, and I was thinking, you know, you and I deal with this so much of the time. Um, I never really had thought about disinfectants as a part of vandalism, though. <laughs> I, I think that um, the most important thing to look at when you're talking about vandalism or a stain or anything in general is to think about what is the stain, identify it, what is the product that you have, go to your rep or your representative that has it, do the research on what will break down that chemical, whether it's oil-based or is it latex-based or is it water-based and figure out what breaks that down and then go to your stain chart from your manufacturer like we have here in Mannington and see what uh, how that, that chemical that will clean that product affect it. And then uh, look for the different types of uh, hard surface across the top here. So I would try to identify your stain, identify what removes it, go to the manufacturer and find out how that chemical will affect their product and then attempt to clean the stain. It's too often that they turn to these chemicals um, that they see advertised every day that will clean everything. And it's like a Mr. Clean Pad. A Mr. Clean Pad doesn't just clean everything. It has its application. So although I do use those a lot. I think it's kind of interesting as I look at different websites, Sean, of, of what we see now. And... You know, I, I'm looking here at the Mannington folks. Uh, if, if you're watching the YouTube video, you can see what we're talking about. If you listen to the podcast, please go to uh, uh, Mannington.com. You can see what we're looking at today. Uh, but there's always this new, new stuff. And I think uh, I just kind of wanted to go back to last podcast. You talked about Wayfind. And that was to kind of help eliminate some of this sticky residue from the stickers we had the last couple of years. Um, I did not see it here. Is it so new that it's not made it to the front page yet? You have to scroll all the way down to the bottom, Dave. Okay. Hey, folks. Hey, that's why I get him on here and go, go look for it. Where is it at? And down at the very, very bottom. 
Go to the very, very bottom, bottom, down on the one of those lists on the side, it'll say wayfinding under LVT, I think. So if you hear silence, folks, I'm looking. Under LVT. I think it's under the. I think it's under oh, the. Uh, here it is. Here we go. Yeah, here, folks. There I'm going to get go. the whole I just, I, I, I was looking go. for it since you mentioned it. I hadn't heard about it. I thought, well, I got you on the line. I'm going to see if I can see this. This is so different. So Actually, if you look there, you can Go ahead, go ahead. Well, what I was. Okay, what I was going to say is, as you can see in the photos there, wayfinding was something that was, wasn't really thought about until uh, we did have the pandemic and, and we started talking about six-foot distances and maybe trying to direct a person once they come into a facility to get to that location as quickly as possible without having to intermingle with others. And uh, Whitney, I believe, came up with this idea as far as using LVT for wayfinding so that we can actually make the floor uh, part of the, the uh, wayfinding information so that you because everyone looks at the floor they don't always look at signage but you have a lot of different options uh, as you can see here um, please wait here or stand six feet apart or follow the arrows to administration these are all different things and we can print anything on these lvts and it is under the wear layer so that we put the wear layer on top of it we can put it on a plank or we can put it on uh, square tiles, we can make the tiles four inches or we can make them 18 by 18. It's very, very fluid, very open way to do that um, as far as providing the wayfinding and it eliminates the stickers. Yeah, I think this is what's interesting as we're getting ready to kind of close our show for today is that the pandemic brought about a number of different changes, folks, over the last couple of years. And if you've listened to us before, you might think, oh, well, it's just Sean Dave talking about the same old thing. I just wanted to show you today, folks, we have not talked about wayfinding until last month. Here we are talking about this. We were talking about liquid linoleum before that's now been out for about a year, I think, Sean. That's correct. You know, so these are the new things, the new flooring materials, the new things that are coming out. So because of certain issues of like removing the stickers and, and the issues that go along with that, I'm sure this is why Whitney and them came up with something like this. Well, the importance is what you do every day, Dave, is trying to bring the understanding that products change, materials change, uh, everything changes. So getting the, the person who's actually got their hands on the machine at night by themselves, running it across the floor, gets the correct information on how to clean and, and from the manufacturer's side, because we make the product and we're not, we don't make the chemicals, they clean the products, but we do make the product. So we can suggest on how it is clean to be cleaned and taken care of most efficiently. Kind of like buying a car, all the cars have, are different. Back, you know, we had certain types of motors, we ran a certain kind of oil that had different ingredients in it. Now today, our vehicles run without those ingredients in it. The oil doesn't have that and you can't cross it over. So times change, uh, chemicals change, flooring changes, and what you do, Dave, to keep us up to speed on it is good. That's what we need. Well, it's a challenge always. And you know, folks here, if you're listening to us, uh, we've got more coming up. Um, but I do want to mention a couple of things, Sean, before we close up our show today. Um, next, well, I guess it's next year because it's going to be next month when we talk to you again. It will be next year. And um, 
one of the things that's going to be happening, let me get to my website here, uh, Cleaning with the Academy. Uh, let me share this with you. Here's something new that we're doing. Matter of fact, we're going to be taping our first episode this afternoon. It's now December the 5th. This is Cleaning with the Academy. This is a free coaching session that I'm doing every Monday afternoon from 2.30 to 3.30. So if you're listening, um, probably catch next week. So you can go here on the website. You can see if you want to be part of the panel or if you just want to submit your question, you just have a question for us you want to. But we always have a hack that we're going to be showing for that week. And then we'll open up the discussion. And this is just free for anybody to join us here. Uh, we're going to be doing this live on Facebook and LinkedIn. So you can just join in. It's open to anybody, any question you have this afternoon. It's going to be about vandalism and that issue. But my pre-recorded hack is not going to be about that. But go to the website. Look at that. Um, Sean, I'm sure there's all kinds of hacks that you and I can do if we wanted to about all of these little things. I'm not going to real reveal my secrets until I record my video. Ah, okay. All right. Well, uh, folks, uh, we are here at Beyond Clean with Ace. You'll find us uh, here. This website is scrolling along the bottom. If you're listening, beyondcleanwithace.com, where the cleaning industry talks. Uh, this is episode two of our season seven. So, uh, Sean, you've made it to another list. You're always bringing me along with you, Dave. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, anyway, you know, sometimes you don't have a, a choice when you jump, jump on the bandwagon with me, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. So uh, any closing uh, thoughts or, or things as we close out this episode and this year? No, just uh, thanks, everybody, for attending and, and uh, being a part and helping us along and help us promote our business. And, um please feel free to reach out. Uh, I always like to say one of the things I always say is the only thing that I take with me when I go to the next level of life is, is my knowledge. So if you don't ask me a question, I can't answer it if, um, or I can't impair my knowledge upon you. So um, seen a lot of things in 32 years. So please reach out. That's the only thing that I em emphasize when I talk to all my customers, please reach out. There's no stupid questions. You know, and I think that's the reason, Sean, exactly why we're doing the new uh, um, broadcast every Monday afternoon, uh, just so that, you know, just like you, I mean, I've got a lot of knowledge. I don't know what information you need. And I guarantee you, if I can't find it and I'm not happy with what I know, I know people like Sean DeBoer that I'll go to get some other advice from. So, folks, this is the reason we have a podcast, the reason that we now are actually on YouTube We've got it on LinkedIn. We've got it on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can find all of that stuff everywhere. We thank our sponsor, Jim Supply, GEMsupply.net. That's where you'll find them. And uh, maybe you can find the right solution to the issue that you have uh, with them. Sean, uh, we will be seeing you, I think it is in April, as a guest speaker at the clinging show, the uh, Rockstar Talks. You're gonna be the keynote speaker at Ocala, if I remember right. That's correct, and I uh, I do still owe you a video, don't I? 
Uh, well, I guess I had to kind of bring that up here live on the air. And maybe that'll get your kind of get you motivated, huh? Yeah, I think I might have to try to put my hair up in the air and put a shirt on and give you a video today. You know, well, hey, folks, they can do that. But as you can see here in the video, I have no hair, so I can't follow suit. Sean, thanks for the conversation again today. As always, I love it. Uh, I'll check with you after the first of the year. Um, have a good holiday that's coming up. All right. Thank you, Dave. You as well. And, uh, and I will talk to you real soon.